Hello, hello, Daily Football Report number 32, teams that have never won a Super Bowl. And boy, do we have a lot. Four, how are you doing tonight? Man, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk, you know, more football. Uh, day two of the offseason, and it is, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's weird, man. We're in that offseason state now. There's no there's no games this Sunday. There's no turning back, right? It's going to be a long offseason, but we're here to get you through it. We are counting down the days to the draft, to free agency, to the start of the regular season, I tell you. Yeah, it'll go by quick. For lead us off, we got anything we want to touch on, any news, any sort of uh, – you know, I feel like you're always talking Buccaneers, right? So what's the Buccaneer vibe right now? Thank you for bringing this up. I've been excited to talk about this. So the man of mystery, Kyle Trask, the Bucks are very, very big on Trask. Levante David has come out and uh, spoke about how we kind of need to hand him the franchise. He's earned it. Bruce Aarons also spoke very highly, compared him to being on the smart level of Andrew Luck, the brain, the IQ. He was saying he just has that. He's very similar. The Bucks organization is saying he's developing very well. Goggin, is there a chance that the Bucks are actually going to go with Kyle Trask and that he is the guy? Absolutely not. Do they actually believe this? No way. All right. All right. I guess I get it. You know, but I'll, I will tell you this. I've actually went and watched some Kyle Trask preseason highlights. I watched them uh, his first season and his second and i'll be honest with you i think he's developing pretty dang well for come on man no no you don't believe this look i'll tell you man i think there's some potential there i think that his arm he's got a fantastic arm he had it when he was at florida but it's just getting that accuracy down and he's playing with these third and fourth string receivers, tight ends, offensive linemen, and he's still making really, really good plays down the field. I understand the defenses aren't the same, but as a Bucks fan, I'm not necessarily sure I'm okay moving into camp with just Kyle Trask as the main option, but for some quarterback competition, I'm not necessarily against it. Look, one thing I did like about Trask, fantastic touchdown-to-interception ratio in the SEC at Florida, all right? So I like that. For the listeners, 69 touchdowns, 15 picks. That's against the best of the best in college football. That's going against the LSUs, the Bamas, and he put up numbers. And I'm, I'm hopeful he's going to put some numbers up with Tampa Bay this season if he is the guy. That's a huge if, though. We still need to find out who our offensive coordinator is. And, you know, it's a shame because Kyle Trask has been inside that offense uh, that was ran by Byron Leftwich since he got to the league. Now he's going to have to learn an entirely new offense. And it's just, it's not ideal for a young quarterback. All right. Well, let's transition from a young quarterback to a not-so-young quarterback. All right. I need to talk about Matt Ryan for any chance he retires or he gets rehired as a quarterback in the NFL. Tell me. Well, uh, what are you asking me here? Are you asking me, do I think he can start for an NFL team after the disastrous year with Indianapolis where he couldn't even move the ball? No, Goggin. I don't think that Matt Ryan is a starter at this level. Come on, man. That's, I think there's enough uh, left in the gas tank there. I think he's got another 16, 17 games left in him and a few playoff games as well. Well, tell me, tell me where you think he's going to fit, because I'm going to tell you this. I think he can absolutely stay in the league for another year or two. He absolutely can ride the pine. 
He can he can he can be a backup somewhere. You know, look, Chad Henney just retired. There's some room there in Kansas City if he wants to go ride the bench for Mahomes. You know, he'd probably be just as good as Henny at this point. But if you're wanting him to start, what team makes sense for you? Because I'm not seeing it. Look, there's a lot of openings, all right? Matt Ryan could start for your New York Jets. He'll take over the Wilson starting role. And honestly, I could still see him going to Tennessee as well. I think Matt Ryan down at the Tennessee Titans, I like that too. Yeah, maybe if you're trying to win three games next season. But let's be honest, he aged similar to Peyton Manning, how Peyton Manning aged from his almost MVP-level season to not being able to even complete the ball to his teammates. It's very similar to Matt Ryan. I don't know how many Colts games that you watched this year, Goggin, but it was some rough offensive football. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's hard to defend him a little bit here and there, but he had glimpses and he had moments, all right? So... Yeah, I mean, hey, he won in uh, in Raiders Stadium, right, with Coach Saturday, so he looks good there. You're just you've been watching some uh, MVP season highlights. You're going back ten years. I get it, man. You're watching him throw the ball over to a prime Julio Jones. Uh, you know, I, I see it, man. I think you're right. I think in my head, it's still that Carolina Panther defense getting torched by Matt Ryan, right? So maybe there's some PTSD there. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that he isn't a potential. If a quarterback goes down, you can't bring him in, add him to the quarterback group. I'm not saying that. But just from what he showed us with Indy, I don't see a potential there for a starting role for Matt Ryan anywhere else. Maybe maybe he goes back to Atlanta and backs up, you know, but goes back home, finishes his career. I don't know. Um, A lot of potential there to be a backup, though. All right, Forable, thanks for doing that with me. I mean, I had to get that out there. I was thinking about Matt Ryan, and I I had to discuss it. I was like, I don't know. I think there's a lot of fans out there, a lot of listeners. I know we get a lot of NFC South fans as well, so look, had to throw it out there. For take us into our main segment of the day, the power segment. This is a good one. I'm looking forward to this. Teams that have never won a Super Bowl, and yes, my Carolina Panthers are on here, so uh, this is not a good list to be on. No, it is not. Now, I'm excited to do this. We were actually trying to fit it in in our 14 days of Super Bowl miss, but we couldn't actually get it uh, in because we had so much content from breaking news to, you know, just great topics. This was one that we needed to still cover, though. We wanted to cover. And it's, yeah, it's exactly what you said, Goggin. Teams that have never won a Super Bowl. Now, there are 12 teams remaining in the NFL that have not won a Super Bowl. And I'm excited to go over them with you. I think the best way to do this is probably just discuss the franchise and then see if in the next five years we can see them winning the Super Bowl. Obviously, it's kind of hard to predict 10 years. There could be a trade. There could be a superstar drafted. But five years, still kind of know kind of the contracts that they're on. Maybe they get some amazing pick between now and then. But that's kind of the unpredictability of this. I'm excited to do this with you, Goggins. So do you want to start us off, man? Uh, no, four. I'm gonna let you go first, and you tell me which teams we want to start out with as well. Fair enough. Fair enough. We're gonna start off with the Arizona Cardinals. They're the first team on our list here. Uh, you know, teams that have never won a Super Bowl, they haven't won it. That's no shock. But can they win it? They're actually kind of one of the weird teams that maybe within the next five years could potentially. The reason I say that is if Kyler Murray is the guy they could potentially do some damage. They, they have a weird roster right now. DeAndre Hopkins getting older. There's rumors that they're going to you know get him traded out of there. It's not a great, attractive roster, 
but it's they're definitely not going to win it next year. I believe they're the worst odds. But within five years, I could see them winning one. What about you? Four. They need a gift from the football gods. They need a Jim Harbaugh or some superstar coach to come in and save this. All right? There's absolutely no shot that the cards have in the next five years of winning a Super Bowl. And I'll tell you why. They don't even have a coach right now. For their coach, he was so exhausted and so burnt out that he got on the first flight out of town and went to the other side of the world. He went to Thailand. And then all of a sudden it took a couple of weeks and he's back and he's going to the Houston Texans, right? So that that's just the type of guy. I like Kyler Murray quite a bit, but I I you know, I can't imagine coaching him. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think this is going to work. It, the defense looks awful. They've been old. They've been aging. Look, can't get a factor back or a running back to go, you know. And you just touched on Hopkins. He's aging. This is not a good fit. This is a doormat of the NFC West for the next five years, and I'll tell you that. Well, look, okay, I want to rearrange this because five years is still an extremely long time. Let me say this. Let's go three years. Let's change it up a little bit. Three years. And, Goggin, I want, at a scale of 1 to 10, the likelihood within three years that team is hosting the Lombardi. I know we've already done our reasons. I'm going to go ahead and give you mine. I actually think it's somewhere in the ballpark of, like, two. Uh, two, three. I'll go three. I'll go three. I like them. You have a three out of ten that they make it to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl the next year? I think year? make it to a Super Bowl is fair. Look, I'm not saying they're going to win the damn thing, but you're giving me a quarterback that – has been rumored for MVP potential, right? So I'm looking at it from that standpoint. If he goes off and potentially wins an MVP, I would have to assume the Cardinals did well, therefore getting into the playoffs. So if you're asking me if I think Tyler Murray can win an MVP in the next three years with the right coaching, the answer is probably yes. I could see a formula for that. So that's why they're not a one or a zero for me. They're a three, a very long shot three, but a three nonetheless. That's fair. Look, I, I've seen it with my camp, my Panthers before. Cam took them fifteen and one. You're right. So maybe, maybe I need to be a bit more uh, outside the box. But look, this is a one or a two. There's no way this is happening. All right, all right. You said two. You said two. So I'm gonna give you a two. I took three. You took two. That's fair. So that's what our rating is out of a ten. Likelihood they win it within three years. All right, Goggin. I'll get you on the next team here. You know, you want to talk about Matt Ryan so much. Well, that Matt Ryan never brought a Lombardi to Atlanta. So let me ask you, in the next three years, what are the odds the Atlanta Falcons win a Super Bowl? Well, actually, he did have it. Um, It was just Coach Kyle Shanahan uh, sent it the other way, right, with that awful play calling. And, uh, yeah, so I I think that's really what it did. But, look, Ryan could have uh, snapped the ball a bit later, right? Uh, look, they, that was a terrible, terrible Super Bowl loss. I feel like that might have just cursed them for a hundred years. I, you know, I, I can't give you that it was all on Shanahan there because Matt Ryan had the ability to audible and chose not to. But man, that that might have cursed them. Them not getting one there might actually be the curse that they never get one. Look for the toughest part: the two two point conversions that they still gave up. Right? They were they still had a sixteen point lead. So uh, yeah, look, look, let's we can't we can't we gotta we gotta get away from that. Okay, I they're in the NFC South. I like that. I just don't see it. I will say that this defense played spectacular this past season. They looked very good. Mariota won them a lot of games. Ritter looked pretty good towards the end of the season. But no, I I just don't see it. I 
I don't. No, absolutely not. Uh, no way are these Falcons winning the Super Bowl in the next three years. Fair enough. Okay, so I'm going to take that as you're saying no. Are you giving it a 0 out of 10? I will give it a 1 out of 10. And that 1 is the fact that you just never know if they can win the NFC, right? So the NFC is wide open, right? So if you can get to a one-on-one game against an AFC opponent, a great team nonetheless, if they can win it, they can win it, right? So that's my one shot for them. So 1 out of 10, yes. Well, Duggan, I'm here to tell you, they're a negative 2 out of 10. They're a 0, 0, 0 out of 10. There's no shot. They have no quarterback. Their offense is, you know, their offensive wide receiving weapons were too busy gambling on games and caring about their own playbook. Their defense is whatever. It's not great. And I'm just going to be up front. You know, Arthur Smith is going to find his way out of there very quickly if they don't win. And honestly, they're not going to. So... I'm just going to go ahead and let you know, they're a 0 out of 10. They're the fourth best team in the worst division in football, and that should tell you something. Wow, four. I, I can't believe you went there. That was a great segment and a great take, though. I have to I have to give you a round of applause on that one. All right, man. Well, we've got, we have started a couple long shots here. Let's have some fun with a team that's kind of knocking on the door of a Super Bowl, and that is your Buffalo Bills. Goggin, give me the rating. And let me know the reasoning. All right. In the next three years, seven out of ten. All right. There's a strong possibility here with these bills. Look, they ran into a better burrow. Right? Burrow was spot on. The snow didn't help them. But in the next three years, Ford, they've got a new stadium that's also in, in the works, right? So that's very good for Buffalo as they stay pass happy and on, on the offensive attack. But you're telling me in the three in the next three years, all we have to do is figure out a run game, figure out one running back. Seattle just hit on a running back. All right, so yeah, Buffalo can figure this out. Just draft running back in the first, running back in the second, running back in the third, running back in the fourth, right? You're stacked everywhere else. Very, very interesting. Uh, I would agree with that. I would actually say that it's very, very likely that they do. Um, I like that you went with a 7. I'm actually going to hit you a little bit higher here. I have them marked as an 8 out of 10. I think it's pretty likely. I mean, look, I believe they're the third most likely team or second most likely team to win the Super Bowl next year in betting odds as of right now. And there's a reason for that. They are an extremely talented roster who they need to figure out if they can win these clutch games. We haven't seen it yet. But if they do, they have a very good shot. They've already shown us that. They were so close to beating the Chiefs. And honestly, they they really just need to get that identity of winning into their culture. Once they do that, they get through and have a big breakthrough game in the playoffs. They're going to be ready, man. They're going to be there. So, yeah, I'm going to go 8 out of 10 on the Bills. Look, for there's a great comment by one of our favorite listeners, Q. He mentioned this for, and you got to answer this for me. He said, were the Bills better this year than 2021? Question, like, are they actually moving in the right direction? Tell me, Ford, I didn't feel that. I felt like they took some steps backwards. I also agree. I think if anything, they did regress a little bit. Uh, I look at that Vikings game as evidence when they choked away that win against Minnesota in the regular season, and I was sitting here going, man, what a what an awful loss. I think in 2021, I respected their Super Bowl chances even more. If you'd asked me this, I probably would have said a 9 or a 10 out of 10. But right now, no. 
I've got to be honest with you. I think they're regressing. I'd have to say that they need to fix more things than they had to in 2022 than they did in 2021. Agreed. The run game got worse. Um, the other part I want to touch on, the division got a lot stronger. So that's not good for them. That, that's completely true, too. Everyone in that division is getting better. So, yeah, I would say it's gotten harder for them to win and to uh, to advance. But they're still one of the, if not the most talented team in football. Of course. All right, Four, on to our next team. All right, well, moving on, our next team is going to be the Fighting Carolina Panthers. Goggin, DeLome never brought it home for you. Steve Smith never brought it home for you. Tell me why. And if someone's going to bring it home for them. Look for this hurts a lot, right? I can't believe we're talking about this. Look, Jake DeLome was the guy, all right? He was one of the most underrated quarterbacks I've seen. Yeah, I'm a bit biased, but it is what it is. Uh, look, they got close. They got close with Cam as well, but he didn't want to, you know, to him, it wasn't worth uh, diving on that fumble, right? That is maybe the play that hurts me the most. Uh, that's a gut-wrenching play. It was even more gut-wrenching than the uh, opening sack and fumble strip by Von Miller in that game as well. Look, at the end of the day, I'm a Panther fan, but I'm the voice of reason on this pod. This is a 1 out of 10. There's no way my Panthers are winning a Super Bowl here in the next three years. We need to hit on some. We need to hit. We need to hit on some things here, right? So I don't know the coach Frank Reich. We'll see if that hire works out. I like him a lot, but we got to see. Other part, we got to figure out quarterback. We got a lot of young quarterbacks on the squad, so let's see where we go there. Foreman, I guess he played like a top ten, top fifteen running back, but is he actually that good? Can he sustain it next season? I don't think so. I don't know. Our wide receivers, I can't tell you uh, three receivers on my team. All right, for I watch a lot of Carolina Panther football, but it seems like they're always interchanging. Uh, aside from DJ Moore, right? He's been pretty dang good. We just lost our best player, and we sent him to San Francisco. We essentially made the rich richer, right? San Fran, come on. Guys, there's no way you trade him inside the conference, all right? So, look, Carolina took way too many steps backwards for I could go on for days here. So I'm going to pass the baton to you, but this is a 1 out of 10. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to really disagree with too much of anything you said. Maybe maybe the fact that you think they're a lot worse than I do. I don't actually think they're all that bad, and I'm going to probably throw you for a little bit of a curveball here. But outside of my Buccaneers, who I still hold in the number one spot in the NFC South, I actually think your Panthers can make a case for being number two. The addition of Frank Reich is really intriguing. That said, being the worst division in football being number two is not great and i just think man get selling mccaffrey last year as you touched on also just getting rid of the quarterback with baker you know just the whole situation there it wasn't ideal and i would like to see them be able to get an identity get a true quarterback and continue to let that young defense build and build and build and grow and they could very well be competitive in two years or so but for right now, they're not winning a Super Bowl. So I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and hit them with the one out of ten as well. For, for there's one fantastic comment by Q, and man, did that hurt even more. Did you see that comment? Talks about Greg Olson calling the Super Bowl this year is the closest Carolina is gonna get to a Super Bowl for a long time. 
That's absolutely spot on. And just like your Panthers beforehand, where Cam wouldn't dive on the ball and it was a pretty bad performance overall, Greg Olson also gave a terrible performance in this past Super Bowl. So they're very fitting. Oh, man, get out of here. All right. All right, on to the next team. All right. We're moving on to the next one here. We're going with the Cincinnati Bengals. Goggin, give me your rating and let me know why or why not the Bengals are going to win a Super Bowl. Well, if you asked me last season four, I would have said 10 out of 10, right? I was all in on those Cincinnati Bengals. I liked them a lot. I thought that was the golden window. They just ran into a really tough defense and a tough, uh, yeah, just a tough defensive line, right? And uh, poor execution as well in the second half, just like we saw with my Eagles this past season. For, I think the Cincinnati Bengals window is closing. They had another great shot this year. I, I just, I would go six out of ten. All right, and I say that because the squad looked really good this year as well. Looked fantastic the year before. Look, we don't see this too often. We don't see a team go to the Super Bowl, lose, and then win it. Right? Like this doesn't happen too often. So I think Burrow, he's he might have to wait a while to get back to the Super Bowl. And, yeah, this is a painful one. I would say aside from the Rams, the Rams did it. They lost. They went back. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, this is a tough thing. The Rams also revamped with Stafford over Goff as well. So, yeah, I, I'd say 6 out of 10. And that's because this team, look, for the other part, let's not forget, it's really hard to keep your quarterback healthy, your top receiver healthy, and your top running back healthy for as long as these Bengals have been able to do so. I don't want to jinx them here, but that probability is going to run out here, right? So that's tough. All right, all right. You call yourself the voice of reason on this podcast, and I'm going to need to add some reasoning here to this pod because let me tell you, you just gave them a 6 out of 10. Are are you kidding me right now? They are a 9.9 out of 10 to win a Super Bowl over the next three years. Let me tell you why. They should have won the Super Bowl this year. Who are we kidding? They got absolutely robbed by the officiating crew against the Kansas City Chiefs. They were the better team, and they should have gone on, and they would have beaten the fraudulent Philadelphia Eagles. But that's neither here nor there. Let me go ahead and tell you, Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in football. He is this generation's Tom Brady. It's not the same thing. Now, let me tell you, he's not going to win damn near the amount that Tom did. But he's got that same winning mentality, that same it factor that Tom Brady had, where I truly believe, regardless of what his roster looks like, that man is going to come through and win for you. The other thing I wanted to say here, Goggin, that I don't think you're, you're taking into account, look at that awful division. The Ravens are a dumpster fire. They're getting rid of Lamar Jackson. They're going to be a nobody for the next couple of years. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to start probably Kenny Pickett, who might have been a bottom five quarterback last year. And somehow Mike Tomlin still got him to over 500, which is impressive. But come on now. And then you've got the the Browns, who let's not get ourselves. The Browns don't even know what they are at this point. They just gave up all those draft picks for Deshaun Watson, and he played terribly last year. I mean, look, the division's a cakewalk. It's only going to be getting easier. And... They're going to be back in the dance for three years straight. Lock in the Bengals in the next three years to win a Super Bowl. 
wow, Florida, that got me hyped. That got me really hyped. The only thing, though, is uh, Joe Burrow, he's not the it factor. He's actually the hit factor for how many hits he takes with that offensive line and has taken with that offensive line. All right, four. And I'm just I'm, I'm keeping it 100. I'm the voice of reason. There's a lot of wear and tear on this Burrow body. All right. Burrow isn't even built like Cam Newton, Big Ben. All right. Some of these bigger quarterbacks that we've seen get worn and torn. Right. The mileage on those treads. Right. Look, Burrow, I I just don't see it. He's taken a lot of hits. He's fantastic. I like him a lot. But I can I can look at the probability of him taking, uh, you know, as many sacks as he does each year and getting hit on all these other additional plays. That's not good. It's not good at all. Well, thankfully, we got draft picks over there with Cincinnati. And unlike the rest of that division, we're improving our team, not regressing. So I think there's a very good shot, man. Look, doesn't matter. Does not matter. They're going to win that division three of the next three years. There's no doubt about it. They're definitely winning it next season. They're going to be right back. And then they're going to be on their own revenge tour, trying to go and take it to Kansas City, back to Burrowhead, where hopefully the, the zebras and, the, and the, the black and white stripes aren't going to be favoring the Chiefs next year. But that's neither here nor there.